Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, everyone. This is the outlaw John Roca here from the Outlaw Nation Podcast Network. Well, if you like any one of the shows that you hear the audio for here on the Outlaw Nation Podcast Network and you want to make your own, well, let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free, which is great. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty awesome. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's right. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's how it worked for me. It'll work for you. Everybody and happy Friday. Welcome to the John and Wendy show here live on Twitch. We appreciate you joining us. I have one half of the equation here, the outlaw John Roca, joined by my better half over there, Wendy Lee. How are you? Hey, you know, uh, crisis averted right before we got started, and which is why we're a little bit late. I spilled yeah. my entire, oh no, it's not an entire, I was eating maybe half bowl of topoki. And if anybody who knows the Korean dish, topoki, it's red. Uh, and, and sometimes if you don't clean it up right away, that red is going to stain. Yeah. So I was like, like, I don't know how I don't, I didn't even read my text messages to you. Cause I was like yelling at, at, uh, SIRI. And I was like, text Jaroka. <laughs> <laughs> text him. There's, there's red all over the place for God's sake. So yeah, it's red. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Um, I dropped an iced tea earlier today coming home from work, uh, coming from uh, grabbing some stuff over at Costco. I, my girlfriend is obsessed with these Pacifico iced teas over at Coffee Bean. And so that we get these what? 30, we get these 32 ounces because they're like just they, the iced tea is fantastic by the flavor and all of that. So I get them and bring them and I get put hers down calmly on the big dining room table. I walk over to put mine on the coaster. It happens to slip out of my thumb. Hits the coaster and then half of it just sprays all over the carpet in the coffee table. So let me just tell you, there were a string of obscenities that came out of my mouth uh, in that situation. So I feel your pain about dropping shit today, for God's sakes, and having it go all over the place. What is with like today's like Butterfingers Friday or yeah. something? We've been through a lot this Hot week. Hot dog right? hands. 
Maybe yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere all at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, great to see Zach Mendoza, MK Songbird, Jeremy Miller. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it madly. We're going to get into so many things happening in the world of entertainment from this week and from uh, overnight and today in the news as well. And uh, we appreciate you all joining us. We're going to have some fun. Remember, bits. You know, uh, Cheers, Streamlabs, all of that is in play here. The Streamlabs address, as Wendy is pointing there, right uh, in the middle of your screen on the graphic. So send in some support, send in some questions, thoughts, and comments that you want to hear from us, and uh, we're going to get it on. Wendy, uh, where shall we start first? Well, let's talk about a um, movie of Jurassic proportion, <laughs> of, of T-Rex proportion, I guess. Jurassic is really a period. It's not a, a way to measure size. But... Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion is out in theaters this week, today. The critics got to see it earlier this week. I unfortunately missed my press screening, so I'll probably just uh, see it sometime this weekend if I can, or if not, I might have to wait until next week. But it looks like there are some mixed reactions and reviews for this movie. I honestly, if I go through like my my friends who are on Twitter who have seen this movie, I will will say there is a good amount of like negative to disappointing reviews to the other half like said it was fun they liked it yeah 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 so so where do you kind of fall i I fall more in the disappointment it's not a bad film it's not a good film that's the disappointment it's an okay film it's a meh film it's Um. fine but what you're looking for if you're going to bring the legendary cast back and you're going to reunite them or not reunite them. If you're going to unite them with the new cast, you want a heck of a story. That's really going to be uh, um, so fun to watch. It's really going to showcase all the characters and give them some fun stuff to do. Uh, but too much of this film is just uh, here's this. And then here's this. And then here's this. And then here's this. And there's no foundation or background to it. There's no real reason for half the stuff that happens. Uh, so by the time it's over, you're just like, oh, yeah, OK, fine. I mean, I checked my watch four times in the last 30 minutes of the movie because I just was like, how much longer do we got? Is this thing if this is two and a half hours, I'm walking out of the screening. And thank God it wasn't. So it's just like, <laughs> you know, it just, it's just a disappointment. Um, and I know the last film was pretty universally despised. Mm. It's not a good film or reviewed as not a good film, even though there are some defenders. I respect that. This film, I think, is worse, not because it's a worse film than the last film. I think yeah. it's worse because the potential of it was higher and the fact that it fell so much farther makes it feel like a real wasted opportunity, unfortunately. And you bring it back Colin Trevorrow, uh, who did the first Jurassic World movie, who you know most people like uh, mm-hmm. or, or a lot of people liked. So you hoped he would capture the magic. But this feels like J.J. Abrams coming back for Rise of Skywalker and blowing it uh, with that film, even though he did a oh. great job with Force Awakens. That's what it feels which is ironic because they switched – they kind of switched. yeah yeah they did so, yeah that's that's very interesting so <laughs> i'm taking a look at the uh rotten tomato uh, score yeah. on it so the the tomato meter uh it was at if i'm looking at the variety nope the hollywood reporter uh-huh. no the variety report at the time of them publishing that article yes. was 43% currently right now it is sitting at 33% however audiences liking it they're having a good fun with this one because it okay. is sitting at 80% for the audience okay okay so what do you what do you think it is like for mm-hmm. critics versus audience well, like our, what, th- that's a big what's it's our job to assess the movie we, we're true. not going into the movie going 
oh man, I just want to turn my brain off and have a good time. No, we're going in going, okay, what's the story here? What are the characters' motivations? What's the script like? Uh, does this stuff feel believable? And yes, I know it's dinosaurs living with, <laughs> but like, does this feel organic to the in this world the, that they built? In the world that they built, exactly. In the parameters that you've built, does this work? And so that's the job of the critic and the analyst and the reviewer and the pundit. And too many fans want to shit on that because mm. they just their their job is not to do that. Their job is to go in and enjoy a movie if they want to or if they can. And they can make excuses for certain things because for them, they just want to have a good time and entertain themselves. So yes. I got no qualms with anybody who was happy about the movie at 80 percent or whatever on the fan side. But the fans are their job is not to uh, break down and analyze and criticize and review a movie. It's a different mindset. And so yeah. I think that's the difference uh, in, in the approach. Look at the Transformers films. I mean, the, the audience score is somewhat higher than the critic score for the Transformers films. Yeah. So. Uh, to me, that's uh, you're a that... fan of the franchise. Like right, you, you already exactly. love it going in. Yeah, Fast and Furious, same thing. I mean, those critic scores are not great on Fast and Furious. <laughs> but you and I love those films. I love those films, right? Exactly. <laughs> but I can analyze it to death, uh, uh, yeah. of course, if I wanted to. But no, it's much more fun to just go in and 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 look at it from a different point of view, for sure. So some critics, I think, liked it and and want to mm -hmm. like it. But here's the deal: this mm -hmm. is the end of the Transformers. Bashing Transformers and loving Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Those days are over, ladies and gentlemen. This was their shot to kind yeah. of come in with a fantastic film that kicked ass and made people fall back in love with Jurassic World and had them remember the joy of Jurassic Park. But they blew it. As mm. De Niro says in Copland, you blew it. So now I want to see all of you fans who come at me and say, well, you like the Transformers movies. If anyone, any critic reviewer <laughs> likes the uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movies, it is your duty to respond to them when they don't like a movie to say, well, you like those Jurassic Park movies. That's your job now. Who's <laughs> on the other foot? Because the Transformers <laughs> films, the franchise, at least they have one good movie at the beginning and Bumblebee. And that mm. separates them, in my opinion, from the Jurassic World, Jurassic Park movies. Just putting that out. Just putting it out there. And I also <laughs> want to go back to the Rotten Tomato score for the previous film, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one, you know, you said the majority uh, despises that film and the, the numbers don't lie. For yeah. critics, the tomato meter is at 47%, which is higher, it's higher. than this yeah. one. That's, that's interesting. I mean, I haven't okay. seen this one, but right, I really right. did not enjoy I wanted to like it so much, and I was just overall didn't didn't like it. But the audience score... 48%. Ooh. It's almost the same as the wow. critics. Yeah, that's kind of rare. That's actually kind of rare. So it to disappoint fans and critics, yes. that's not a good thing. Uh, but yeah. I also think, as I said, I think it's higher because that one didn't bring, in, bring back the legendary characters. When you bring back the legendary characters, the expectation amongst the critics and amongst the fans is that you're going to do a good job with the film. And yeah. a lot of critics felt that they didn't, which is why it's much lower than a Jurassic World Dominion was, you know? Yes. Uh, while we're on a quick uh, break here, uh, I just want to say thank you to Colossus FN for oh. subscribing at Tier 1, who have subscribed thank for you, seven months. Thank oh. you so much. Thanks so much, Colossus. You're the best. And there's an interesting question by, uh, by Jeremy. Jeremy says, I do wonder if this franchise would be more accepted if the first Jurassic Park didn't exist. Ooh. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Because I wonder if there there would be this fascination with this world if that first book hadn't that first movie yeah. hadn't hadn't been made like the the fans I think a lot of the fans are established from that movie. 
the yeah. original. There's no way this is going into a sixth installment without that first movie. Yeah. That first movie is your gateway drug. Oh, and so good. that franchise has been chasing that high, chasing the dragon ever since with each installment. They're essentially mm-hmm. fans are essentially addicts to the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World franchise because they want that Jurassic Park feeling one more time. And so mm-hmm. they go to see these films hoping that one of these directors is going to find that formula that Steven Spielberg found and had them have them fall back in love with why they fell in love with Jurassic Park. You need to be reminded. You know, you can allow one bad installment, but then you need another one that kind of brings you back into the love. You look at Ocean's 13, right? Ocean's 11, people loved. Ocean's 12, people hated. So Ocean's 13 essentially copied some elements of Ocean's 11 so that you fell back in love with the franchise. That's your job. Force Awakens copies, not copies, uh, takes borrows from elements of from A New Hope and mm-hmm. helps you fall back in love with Star Wars, you know? So those are those yes. things you have to do. You have to understand your job. And With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know what this means for Trevorrow, though, to be honest with you. Look, the movie's going to make money. We're going to talk about the box office in a little bit. But I wonder yeah. what it means for Trevorrow as a director. Does he go back to doing smaller films or does he stay in the big in the big dog house and make these big franchise pictures going forward? I'd like to see him staying in the I mean, he's obviously he's going to do wherever the, the, the script and the story take him to. Yeah, true. But I wouldn't mind seeing him try his hand at um, a couple more big franchises. I think sometimes the because it's such a big film right there's a lot of hands in the pot lots of cooks in the kitchen you can't please everyone but you got to try to please everyone yeah true very true so and i think that's why sometimes these indie films smaller films you know um that you get more of that creative freedom creative license to do what you really want to do as opposed to being like oh we got to put this in here because there's xyz producers or other people with their money invested in this movie so i think that's a part of the reason why i'm not saying the studio saying our way or a highway for this film but right right I'm just saying it's it's a part of it's part of the business yeah for sure um well i mean we'll see as you said it's a, it's mixed reviews we'll see how that affects the box office and we should talk about that next wendy but clearly it's going to rule the box office but is it going to have the legs like top gun maverick uh, is having right now we shall see because people think it's going to destroy top gun maverick this weekend they very well well might maybe internationally yeah right but then it might bounce back so we shall see i don't Uh, know man my dad is the first person to show me top gun he loved that movie (laughs) and i was living in taiwan at the time so really yeah so uh people know tom cruise around the world they do people also know jurassic park because it's dinosaurs yeah yeah you know so let's take a look at the box office so on thursday alone for evening previews uh it gained 18 million in the north american box office uh and then if you want to compare it with top gun that one started off at 19 million so really not so far off as far as starting point goes but uh top gun is already on its way to 160 million uh, and you know, and they had the long Memorial weekend to kind of give them yeah. that little bit of extra push. 
So uh, for tracking for Jurassic World Dominion, it's open to 125 million domestically. Right. Which is not bad. Yeah. It really isn't bad. I think there really is a lot of fans for this movie that will show up for this franchise, mm-hmm. regardless of how they felt about the previous film. Like, even if they didn't like it, they will, they will go and see it again, especially since now they have the original three cast members yeah. in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I think it's going to do fine in the box office. And certainly that mm-hmm. $18 million on in previews, that's a great number. So uh, will that, but with these reviews coming out, and this will be interesting because you want to see, oh, are the fans going to ignore the reviews? Because, I mean, fans love to say how reviews don't matter to them and and what have you. But I think they do matter for a lot of people because you don't want to waste your money, especially nowadays. And these tickets are so high. Um, Gas is expensive. Gas is expensive. I just spent, for the first time ever in my Prius, I spent $60 yesterday filling the tank. I've never, ever. Uh, had to pay that much but you know what i don't care because i know why i'm paying that much there are many reasons why i'm paying that much and none of them have to do with what people are accusing of but yeah 18 previews um and it's you know top gun did a 19 as you said heading off to 160 so um the tracking shows it's going to go to 125 million which is essentially kind of what top gun did because top gun was at 126.7 million i think as you said when Mm -hmm. but this 125 is behind the last installment, the last installment was 148 million, and Jurassic World opened at 208 million. So there's a possibility, though, that it could be a lot higher depending on if people go. So I wonder if the reviews will kind of keep people from going to see it, like you, maybe waiting till next week or waiting till it dies down. Do you want to go and risk COVID in a full <sighs> movie theater for a movie that is not getting reviewed well? That, those are the questions you have to ask yourself. When you're a moviegoer, and I certainly sitting in my fan press screening. Didn't uh, you say it was full? It was shock full. And I was super uh, paranoid, super scared I was going to get this. I wore my mask the whole time. Uh, You know, a dude came and sat down next to me who was heaving and coughing. And so I was sitting. No. Yeah. (laughs) Super going crazy. And I had and I moved over because I don't give a shit. I moved over. And I said to the guy, I'm going to give you some room. And I moved over next to this young uh, black lady. Uh, and I said to her, I, I try, I'm going to keep my mask on the whole time. And I'm going to turn away from you. So there's no, so we still have some distance or whatever. So yeah. I, I tried to be as courteous to both sides as I could be while also being courteous to myself because I didn't want to yeah. catch this thing. But yeah, shock full of people. When I saw the line, when I drove up to the screening, I was just crying inside. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm finally going to get it. No, 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 no! Don't, don't say that. You gotta, you gotta keep your like mentality strong. Like I am not. It's not happening. You gotta wash your hands aggressively and wear your mask. Exactly. Exactly. Just the rest. Do, do the doctor thing. You scrub all the way up to the elbow. Do you concur? I concur. I've seen Um, people do that in in, uh, bathrooms recently. Oh yeah. They just wash all the way up to the. I was like, you know what? do it no one wants to catch this thing now they really, no. they really don't they really yeah, a friend don't. of mine just just caught it um who re, re, regardless of testing negative really the entire week yeah through before mm-hmm. events and stuff like that all of a sudden he's testing positive with very little symptoms oh. from what i can tell very little symptoms like tiny congestion like a head cold almost yeah. uh, uh i think our, yeah. emma, our friend emma fife is on her sixth trip through COVID. I'm just joking. I don't know how many times she's gotten through, but she's got No, COVID. she's she's gotten I think she's only gotten it once. Uh, she has Almost not once. two or three times. No. Definitely not in the last few months because I've worked with her. 
Oh, good. And, and we have to and we have to test before we go into that that uh, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's been good. Good. There's a poll here. Oh, it ended. Oh. Do you still love dinosaur? Heck yes. <laughs> Only five of you voted. Was that Ambling Soul? Ambling, did you do the poll? Ambling's here. <laughs> nice. Let's see. Yeah, fifty sixty three percent said heck yes. Um, twenty five percent said meh. Thirty percent said yes. He <laughs> said no. So at least there's uh there. Uh, yeah, Emma's had it twice, is what uh, Ambling Soul says. So that's an unfortunate situation for sure. Um, but you will see. It might get above one hundred and twenty five, Wendy. That's certainly possible. You know, some yes. people go multiple times when they love a film and want to protest the critics not liking their film. So we've seen that with DC. We've seen that with Marvel yeah. sometimes. Um, so why not? That would be if you have the point. money and the means vote yeah. with your money. Why not? Exactly. Vote with Why your not? Money. Great Get point. some concession while you're at it. So you help out the movie theaters. Yes. <laughs> I do that. I, I will buy my uh, pretzel bits from Wetzel's. Stick there you go. In my vest jacket. But when I go to AMC, I'm going to buy the Coke because I want to give them some money out yep. of respect for holding the free screenings for us critics and the press. There you go. Uh, for sure. Um, so yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll keep tabs on it for sure. Vox office. Uh, let's move on to um, Thunderbolts. What's going on with that, Wendy? What's the deal? There? I'm so excited for this because I feel like fans have been asking a very long time. When are we going to see a Thunderbolts movie? When are we going to see a Thunderbolts movie? I think it kind of restarted in, was it winter? Nope. Not winter soldier, but Falcon yeah. and the winter soldier. Yeah, the when idea we finally got Mo Val and with the U.S. Val. agent, yeah. we're like, oh, it's this. This is it. Yeah, this yeah. is it. So it looks like Deadline has learned that Jake Schreier, Schreier mm -hmm. uh, has been set as the director for the new Marvel upcoming film, which is like it's not technically even confirmed by Marvel. They haven't released. Disney has not released any sort of a statement. Right. So I feel like, you know, um, I kind of treat it as a, as a light rumor. <laughs> until we get that confirmation like it's happening from kevin feige or, or something like that but this is i think going to be really exciting i know we're exploring different newer territory now in phase four you know we're getting different superheroes we're kind of not walking away from our original heroes because they were the ones that built the foundation right. but we got to we have to expand this universe is really really vast so we're getting films like Shang-Chi. Yeah. We are um, getting TV series that, you know, brings in Miss Marvel and Moon Knight, uh, Echo that's coming up. So there's mm -hmm. like a lot to be done. Yelena is coming. Right. So I think Thunderbolts, fingers crossed. I am very excited about this. Yeah. And there have been so many iterations of Thunderbolts. So you want, if they go with the Zemo version of Thunderbolts, those were all supervillains that were hiding out as heroes, but were really supervillains. So mm -hmm. uh, I have a feeling they're not going to go that route. Uh, because if you can look at the different iterations of um, Thunderbolts through the years, through the decades in the comics, because it's been around for a couple of decades, three decades almost, I think. Uh, there was Justin Hammer who had a, a Thunderbolt team, which included Black Widow and Ghost, who we saw in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Ant-Man was on that team as well. Uh, and then there was Luke Cage's Thunderbolts, which had quite a number of people involved in this as well. There were another, you see Luke Cage, he puts the team together. They recruit Ghost, Moonstone, Juggernaut from the mm -hmm. X Men Crossbones, who we know as a uh, uh, Frank, Frank Grillo. Grillo. Yeah, Man Thing, US Agent was a part. But then Red Hulk had his own version of the Thunderbolts as well. And that included Electra. Um, and who else? There's a oh, number wow. of people that were involved in this The Punisher, uh, 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 Luke Cage. Uh, so there was quite a lot of people who've been involved. In, and the Punisher even had his version 
of the Thunderbirds for War on the Streets. And that was Ghost again, Radioactive Man, Moonstone. So quite a lot of people have been involved in this. Hawkeye has been involved with the Thunderbolts as well. So there's a lot of ways that this can go for sure. And mm-hmm. when I was talking about it with Jeff yesterday and Hot Mike, it kind of occurred to me that this would be a kind of a low-key, interesting way to introduce Luke Cage, Elektra, uh, Jessica Jones, oh, and uh, you know, and the Punisher and Daredevil kind of back into the MCU. I know it's not the Defenders, happen. but they'd be part of the Thunderbolt. So would that work with U.S. Agent and Yelena Belova? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And maybe Hannah John Kamen, who played Ghost. That's all mm-hmm. possible. So I, I like this idea. I want to see what their approach is. I do like the director. I'm not too familiar with the director, but I like a couple Same. of the directors done. Yeah. yeah. And the writer is the writer of Black Widow. So that leads me to believe that Yelena Belova is an odds Exactly. Player. Yes, yeah. exactly. That makes me think so. And especially because we got to look at who Val approached in these yeah. Disney plus shows or movies. Yes. Um, and she hundred percent approached um, Yelena, definitely us yeah. agent. So there, there is there, they're leaving a little breadcrumbs as Marvel always do. Sometimes yeah. I feel like, you know, when you look at where we are with Endgame, for example, and then you think back to like, the first couple of movies were like, it started back then, or they ha- they were able to c- connect it somehow to the story. So I think they're taking yeah. great care to look at, you know, what's been established in the past and where they wanted to go in the future. There's a lot of planning. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. senior nerd is right. Wasn't Deadpool in the Thunderbolts? Yes. Deadpool was in a version of Thunderbolts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the question I think Justin asks really well is Wendy, Wendy, I want to get your thoughts on this. I wonder if they're going to kill off General Thunderbolt Ross and recast or recast him because oh. William Hurt, of course, who played Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU, passed away recently. Um, and that could be interesting to what they that do. With that could be interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see them recast. Yeah, maybe. But they do have to explain a little bit of right. Yeah. What's what's happened because that was an unfortunate thing that happened with William Hurt. Maybe it's his last wish like Ah. like a a missive or a statement or whatever and he sends it to zemo or to yelena and saying like hey or not yelena i'm sorry tina julia louis drives character and Mm -hmm. say like this is my last we put this team together you and zemo run it blah 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 so it kind of could go that route for sure um as a way to kind of cover up for him passing you know yes that's a that's a way he could go the other thing i throw out there wendy i wonder what you think about this i mean we're gonna have she hulk who has yes. also been a part of Thunderbolts. Uh-huh. We're going to have Abomination, who has been part of the Thunderbolts. 
we're going to have the Hulk appearing in She-Hulk, right? Yes. But in the Thunderbolts, there is Red Hulk. So uh-huh. the possibility exists that we could have a third Hulk, if you look at She-Hulk and Hulk, be involved yeah. in the MCU here. Is this the time to bring back Edward Norton to play oh. the Red Hulk since he's still officially a part of the MCU, MCU even though he's playing the other Hulk? We hear no mention of Betty from uh, Ruffalo's Hulk. None. Ever. So is this a way to maybe bring them back in oh. like Spider-Man uh, No Way Home and have them be a part of the MCU in some weird way and that and, and him be the Red Hulk? I don't know. I'm throwing it's it out. It's possible because mm-hmm. I think also just thinking back to the What If series, yeah. they mentioned Betty in that one. Right. And it, I know it's not necessary for them to always connect everything back to even the what if episodes. But if you take a look at Doctor Strange and some of the other stuff, yeah, little things connect here and there. Um, and of course, we've opened the multiverse. Yeah. So I don't think it's and I think I think the audience, the fans would really like to see a Red Hulk. Yeah. And I know some people saying, well, it's, it was Thunderbolt Ross who played the Hulk or who was the Hulk, Red Hulk. I get. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. But I'm saying. You could adjust the story because William Hurt has passed away where it's Edward Norton coming in, having played the Hulk in another MCU movie and have Mm -hmm. him be the Red Hulk. I wonder if that's possible. I guess that's what I should have been clear. That's what I'm trying to say uh, uh, in that respect. So it could be interesting. Yes. Yes. Or you make Betty the Red Hulk. But I I don't know. It seems odd. I, I I would rather go with Edward Norton or, God forbid, Eric Banna. Bring him. <laughs> Why not? Again, the multiverse is open. We can look at different Earths. Absolutely. And different Absolutely. universes. Uh, I do like a, what, uh, who said it here? Uh, Senior Nerd 718 says, I oh. always think somehow Betty Ross should be involved in Thunderbolts, but yeah. by force because of her father. Could be. Then yeah. you bring back Liv Tyler, right? You'd have to bring back. I would love if they brought back Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. She could be a nice energy in the MCU going forward. Uh, yes. You know, she's, she's, uh, it's been a while since that Hulk movie. So certainly she's grown. She's a mom. There's mm-hmm. elements that she can bring to it as an actress that she couldn't have brought to it years ago. Mm. So that could be very interesting. I could see that uh, uh, with Liv Tyler, who is no slouch when it comes to the power department in the certain films, certainly Lord of the Rings. She brings it. So, absolutely yeah, i could see that oh yeah should we go ahead and move on to our yeah, next topic yeah yeah just a reminder ladies and gentlemen please remember to subscribe or follow here uh, on the outlaw nation oh, sorry on the, yeah on the outlaw nation twitch and also send in your stream labs as wendy is pointing there we've got no stream labs so far during the show so sending them some love and support here on this uh, uh friday afternoon and we've got 20 of you joining send us, us live us your you bits. send us your bits send and cheers as bits. well please come on where is uh, where's Thrawn for God's sakes? He's <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. What's the next story we got to jump into, Wendy? Here, well, I've been very excited to kind of uh talk to you about mm. this because we finally got the official trailer, the first trailer for Black Adam. And I know you are a big fan of Dwayne Johnson, you've gotten to interview him, yeah. he's been very vocal about how excited he is yeah. for this project. And it's like it's funny to hear him say he's excited for it. Because I've never seen The Rock do anything half-ass <laughs> ever. Like he's either 150 or like 500, yeah. you know, percent. And so for for him to be so pas- speaking so passionately about Black Adam, 
I'm very excited to see how where this movie is going to go. What did you think of the first trailer, his character design, and what we got to see? Yeah, I saw some people who weren't a fan of the trailer, and I was very confused about what mm. they watched because <laughs> I loved the trailer. I was very excited. I think this is a great approach to Black Adam. This connection to his son that they make a real point of stressing in the trailer, I think is powerful, showing the image of him holding his son and his son is played by one of the actors who play young rock in the young rock series. So it's a real way to kind of connect those, uh, uh, those elements there uh, and him being motivated. He was a slave. And because his son brought him back to life, he sacrificed himself to bring his father back to life. He honors his son by living in this way and bowing to no one. So there is this kind of um, obstinate dr drive within him to not be anyone's slave. But in the end, that could lead to him becoming what he hates, which is a master. And so how is that going to uh, navigate it or how is it going to present itself in the movie? And how is he going to navigate that? And I love Dr. Fate hearing Pierce Brosnan saying, hey, you can make one choice or the other. You can use your powers for good or evil. What is your decision? And the mm -hmm. confrontation with Hawkman where he's like, you know, uh, we don't kill. And he goes, well, I do. And so – there's more here that I like and I'm, I'm really interested in. It's got the right kind of humor. It feels a little more serious than I anticipated. And I think it's going to be quite a challenge for The Rock. So for me, I came away from this trailer very, very excited to see this movie. And what, what did I you think of the character design? Because uh, that's some of the concerns I kind of read oh. in my own comment section. Uh, in the comic books, you know, um, Black Adam has hair. Uh, yes. And slightly yeah. pointy ears. Right, right. That's really the only big difference in, in, from what I saw. And this is also me approaching it from more of a casual fan, right. um, you know, angle versus people who has been reading black Adam comics and collecting those comics for years. Yeah, so how, yeah, yeah. what did you think about that? I don't mind it because it's the rock. What are you going to do? You put pointy ears on the rock. That would look weird. The rock <laughs> is imposing enough without the hair and without the, uh, the ears and that look. And this is what I, how I would address anybody who's got an issue with the design of him. That is the design. The design you're talking about is the evil design. That is him as an evil villain. Ah. Um, and so they don't want to go with the widow's peak and that uh -huh. whole Harry Osborne look of his. They don't want to go with that look. They want to go with the other look, which is him as an antihero. So you want to yes. cheer for this guy, even though he may do some unsavory stuff. And so I think that's why they adjusted the look to make it more about the rock as Black Adam rather than. Uh, Black Adam being over the rock. And so I think mm. that's, that's important to understand here, which is why they went with that approach. So I get why people might have an issue with the character design. I do not because I know why they're making that decision. Well said. Yeah, I personally don't have a problem with it because I think we're so familiar to what like the rock just looks like. And we've also, also yeah. seen tons of production photos of him being on set and concept photos. So yes. I think my brain has already adjusted to what he was going to look like as Black Adam. For me, I like it. I mean, the costume looks like, does it not look like it's painted on him? It's yes. so tight. Yes. And, and the cape really works with the hood yeah. and everything. That so works. I mean, that scene where he's backing up into, I think that's Sarah Shahi into her purview and take and catching the rocket and slamming it into himself. Like, that's such a great moment, and the hood works so well there. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just that moment alone tells you that they're not going to treat him as a full-on villain, that he's going to be someone who's – there's going to be some tongue-in-cheek moments 
And that's yeah. a good thing. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah Overall, they'll have those little moments of, you know, like the comic timing stuff, just so if it feels a little too heavy, they're going to yeah. lighten it up a little bit. Right. Now, do you think uh, now that the trailer's out, the movie's, you know, being worked on already? Yeah. Could we potentially see Black Adam in a post-credit or mid-credit scene for Shazam 2? That's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, because you know uh, how these two, yes, are right. connected <laughs> in the comics. I don't know. It would be. I don't know what you would show. It would be a little dangerous. Right. Do you show them having an issue with each other? And if you do, mm. uh, is that to kind of trick the audience into thinking one thing about the approach to Black Adam, and it's going to be a completely different approach? And then you revisit that scene, and you understand why that scene went the way it went. That's certainly a possibility. I could see yeah. that. Uh, but Zach has been very clear. Zachary Levi has been very clear that Black Adam's not showing up until Shazam three oh. uh, in in interviews. So maybe he's saying that, but do we right. believe you're, him? You're totally right. <laughs> right, like we've said on the show, Joaquin Phoenix said he wasn't the Joker until he said he was the Joker. <laughs> so Tatiana Maslany did the same thing. Yes, absolutely. I'm not She Hulk. I'm going to sue you. Take it down. I'm not She Hulk. The next day, I have signed to become She Hulk. Wait, what? <laughs> It's a fair point. Uh, and so that's where you kind of look at it and go, okay, well, well what's going to happen here? My, uh, my question I put back to you is, mm. Wendy, we've been seeing this turnover over at Warner Brothers Discovery. And now Toby Emmerich is stepping down. Uh, Mike DeLuca is coming in to run Warner Brothers now. Um, so with Emmerich out of the way and David Zasloff being in charge of Warner Brothers and saying he wants to shake things up, he wants to streamline DC, he's got ideas for what he wants to do here, and he's already kind of killed a bunch of projects, including that Wonder Twins project, uh, because he wants <laughs> right. to streamline stuff. Is the door now open for Henry Cavill to come back as Superman? Do we see Cavill in a deleted, in a, not in a post credit scene in Black Adam? Do we I see need this Cavill? to happen. I need this to happen. I don't understand why we still haven't gotten, even before all of the Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman anymore. Right. Why wasn't Man of Steel 2 on the table? Yes, right. I don't I don't understand why. And like, you know, Batman v Superman, fine. But like, yeah. could we shoot? Shouldn't we have gotten a Man of Steel 2 right after that? Or at least right. before that? This is Superman. Right. And we got him in one solo movie and then he's sitting there being a co-star. <laughs> Yeah, I love this. They're all saying Mark Riley just woke up. Yeah, he did. He was soon to say <laughs> he's huh? Superman again. Superman? Yeah, he wakes up. Absolutely. <laughs> Is he hearing? <laughs> he's like the <laughs> he who says Superman? <laughs> that would be the dream. Uh I, I don't yeah. really know what kind of negotiation needs to happen there between the actor and the studio, but right. whatever you gotta do, make it happen. I really love him as Superman. Yeah. Uh, and I think he really loved being Superman. Yeah. So I just like, I don't want to see a recast of Superman. Yeah, I don't either, man. They already teased us with, you know, that end credit scene of Shazam where you saw the costume. And I was like, uh, uh, is it, is it, they don't show his face. So it could be anybody, but. Just well, the other, the other part of this, I think um, uh, Jeremy says it best here. It, it, I hate to age us up, but it's been 10 years since. Man no, it hasn't. You stop that right now, Jeremy. <laughs> Has it really been 10 years? Next year, it'll be 10 years. Yeah, it came out 2013. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Drunken prayer. Filthy lies. 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 You sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> smell of beer and cheese uh yeah i mean it would be interesting and look 
with all this time away, I think the absence absences make the heart grow fonder. And I think there's a lot of people who would want to see Henry Cavill back as Superman. Mm. Um, and I, as much as I love Man of Steel, I know a, a different director being in there uh, other than the Zack Snyder, I think would get people even more excited to see it. So I think that would be the, the uh, avenue. But don't uh, start thinking J.J. Abrams is going to be that guy because it sounds to me from what Zaslav has been doing here and saying Mm-hmm. that um my man abrams is not long for the development deal he has there at warner brothers i mean zaslav has already questioned the 200 million dollars that uh, uh, abrams wants for the sci-fi film that hardly no one's i bet no one's gonna go see uh and so there there might be a thing where he's like i don't need jj involved in this i'm gonna go get another director to direct superman or direct something where superman's coming back man of steel too yeah. So uh, don't be surprised. It, I don't think it'll be JJ. I just have a feeling it's not going to be JJ or even Bad Robot. I don't think it's going to be involved. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. They have a very, very long partnership. Yes, I know. Between, I know. You know, JJ and his production company but, and WB. But not with David Zaslow. And so that's the difference. That's there, true. You know? When a guy comes in like that, he wants to pick it. It's like sports. When yeah. a general manager comes in, he wants to pick his own coach, pick his own coaches, pick the team. It's a whole different concept. So uh, we shall see. Uh, what happens uh, with that? But yeah, Black. Did you like the Black Adam trailer? Did you get ex- Did you get excited? Did, did it give you enough, or were you kind of disappointed by it? No, I liked it. I, I don't need a trailer to always give away the entire story plot, like they we did with was it Batman v Superman? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, did they just show the end? And then the statement was like, that's not the end, but it was actually the end. I was so mad about that. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, so uh, no, I liked it. Uh, and you know, this is only the first one. They're gonna give us. At yeah. least two more, I'd like to think. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like the tone. I like that it, it's kind of the darker. I like that darker, little bit slightly muted color palette. Yeah, yeah. For me, with the with the DC like aesthetic, I kind of like it. I know Shazam is really bright and poppy, or brighter and poppier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I kind of I think that fits, you know, the Billy Batson uh, Shazam yeah. vibe. But with Black Adam, like I don't I don't need like her her jokes. <laughs> Maybe a couple. Right. Maybe a couple, a little bit here and there, because because <laughs> yeah. the rock has really good comedic timing, but I don't oh, I don't does. need that throughout the whole film. So and he's good at improvising. He's really good at it. He is yeah. good. He's very good at it. Yeah. Cavill is 39. He will be 40 next year. That's a fine age for a veteran Superman. I agree. You know, and it's a pain. It's a shame we're not going to get him and Affleck again, because I'll tell you right now, the end of Snyder's Justice League. Their easy chemistry is a shame that we're not going to get to see again. I, I really love their. Well, chemistry. is it for sure? We talked about stream this, you know, new manager streamlining. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, because he's coming back to play Batman in the Flash movie. Yeah. Uh, and the less said about Ezra Miller, the better. Uh, but that's you know, we shall that's, see. That's we the whole see. thing. Yeah, we can't get into that. Man. We no, I didn't put it on the rundown. I don't have time for that. <laughs> it's a Friday. Let's have fun. Um, Doug developer says, Hey guys, do you have theories to what the social commentary could be in? Nope. Yeah. The final trailer dropped uh, yesterday, Wendy. I think the film Doug says, I think the film will revolve around the uphill climb facing entrepreneurs of color and the white spaceship representing getting swallowed up by white corporate America. Oh, damn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a Friday. Look at the big brain on bread. Ooh, Ooh big Kahuna burger for lunch. Huh? All right. Um, Wendy, your thoughts. What do you think about that? Do you think he's right? Or what do you think the social commentary might be here in no? I hadn't even thought about the social commentary part of it because I've been so baffled by 
the trailers and everything that they are showing us, it's like, okay, obviously aliens. Right. Yes. But how does that, how does that, I, my first, honestly, my, it's such a weird thing where my brain went, but I was watching the trailer and I was like, maybe climate change. (laughs) That's interesting. I can see that. I can see that. Okay. But that's a, that's a lot to dissect there with that question. I mean, Jordan Peele always puts something really, really interesting in his movies. And sometimes you need uh, multiple watches to kind of fully dissect it. Or you wait for an explainer video from one of the YouTubers, which is the route I usually go in. I was like, I don't, what's this scene representing here? (laughs) Uh, So it 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 really could be that. I haven't figured it out. I I feel like with Get Out and with um, Us, us, you can kind of see, you know, in in the breadcrumbs in the trailer and you're not too far off when you get to the end of the movie, you're like, okay, this is the message for this one. I really have no idea. Yeah. I, I but it could what, be that. Yeah. I like what Doug presented. That's kind of interesting. Doug's uh, Doug's thought pattern on this. That's certainly possible. Uh, what, what occurred to me as I was watching the trailer and I, and when I had put up my trailer reaction, which is on the channel now, I said like, this could also be a commentary on, um, people who are social media influencers, right? Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. they are trying to capture the Oprah shot, as they say in the trailer, Uh of the aliens, right? Of the aliens. They want that shot. But what is the price they're going to have to pay? And so the first minute and a half of the trailer is like fun with the songs and blah, blah. Yeah, and you've got occasional moments that are a little weird, like the white horse running. By the way, a pale horse is the apocalypse. So it's symbolism of the apocalypse. Also seeing a white horse running running crazy, running rampant. It could be leading to your point, Doug, about a white corporate America, whatever, just kind of running all over the place. Um, but the other, but I was thinking to myself like, oh, this could be an interesting social media commentary because of that. I think they want to cap the overshot. They want to get attention for themselves. And that back half of the trailer is like all this shit falling apart. And we see the horror of that movie coming to visit them. So what is it that they did? And that moment where she's like, don't, where they're telling her, don't look at him, don't look at him, don't look at him. There's yeah. re- there's religious connotations to that because if you remember in the Bible the pillar of salt right uh, you turned into a pillar of salt there's mythological stuff with Medusa if you look at Medusa you become uh-huh. stone so there's a lot here to kind of dissect and interpret uh, and it could go any number of directions and apparently a lot of people are saying that this is uh, going to be one of the but this is going to be his like his opus. So oh, I, you think so? Yeah, I've seen some people saying that this is that's a reason why these trailers have been so long because there he's do it's it's going to be one heck of a movie. It's going to be a big reach by him past the kind of smaller approach he's had with Get Out and Us to tell mm-hmm. an even bigger story. So God, Get Out was so curious. good. Yeah, Get Out's fantastic. Get Out was so good, so different. Yeah, yeah. That that's really interesting. Now I feel like I have to now rewatch that trailer from kind of. Through those lenses that Doug was talking about. I like Doug's approach as well. It is. It could, though. It really could. Because you think about people wanting to be, like, first culture. Let's talk about first culture. Like, Mm -hmm. you want got to be first at everything when it comes to the latest drops from whatever merchandise, sneakers, theme park merch, whatever it may may be, right? First, first, first. And also going viral on all your various platforms and or like like you know like getting clout for this and that and like what is the extreme that you will go what are you going to sacrifice yeah just to get get that that. and are you satisfied once you get it right or are you chasing the next thing so that you're never satisfied so what kind of life is that even though you're successful you're never happy and so you're always worried about the next thing you know and certainly that's 
the struggle all of us have really no matter i think what no matter what level we're at is, is that kind of thing is am i doing the right thing is this content right is it why is it getting as many views as i was hoping okay why did this one get all of a sudden all these views what is the, what, what did i capture here that i can't capture there there's all kinds of stuff you know so it's a saying. mystery john it's a mystery when somebody can figure that out i will <laughs> i will pay you money to tell me your secrets yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, Justin Toner has a stream, a, a stream live here. He says, hi, John and Wendy. I really like the black Adam trailer. I am finally diving into stranger things. Season four watched episode one today. And I loved it. I still need to watch Ms. Marvel and this week's Obi-Wan so much stuff to watch. Not enough time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus in the day for sure we're going to talk about obi-wan and ms marvel later in the review section but uh wendy uh, stranger things season four did you finish it yet uh, i am on i am on episode one my friend we finished it and because we're doing reactions don't you guys oh. dare put any spoilers in uh, the there. chat uh but there was a lot of screaming from me and dustin uh at the end of that episode oh, sure i i didn't i didn't think that's what they had in store for chrissy or for eddie to witness that so that was a lot it also maybe you want to play D&D. So, John, if you're free tomorrow night, we're doing Oh, it. yeah. Well, I'll check my schedule. Check it's your been a schedule. couple of weeks since we played. So, yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 I mean, if we could probably knock out this, this like, <laughs> this campaign. thing, this, not, I mean, it's not, it's just a it one took shot. It three hours to get out of one room. Yeah, but it was like, set, no, 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 but it was, set, it was setting it up. Now, now we're about to roll. No, we're about to roll for initiative. We rolled for initiative, I think. I actually I think, think we rolled. I think yeah. Did, yeah. Dustin has the notes. So, It'll, it'll go it'll go fast. I was having fun. Yeah, I mean, Justin says, I want to see John play D&D so bad, LOL. Look, I was hesitant because I don't know if I'm nerdy enough to play D&D, but once it got rolling, I was having a blast with uh, the late to the party people and Wendy and especially Justin, who's doing a great job, or Dustin, rather, who's doing a great job with his uh, being the uh, dungeon master. And certainly after watching Stranger Things, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but like yeah. having that connective tissue now Yes. Having experienced that was a nice little extra level from which to watch the show from. So Yeah, when you get excited, you're like, are they going to roll a 1 or a 20? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's what you want. You're like, roll a 20. <laughs> <laughs> we should play on t- Twitch one time. Uh, Smithy says, Roko would make a great halfling. Oh, okay. What is your character? You're a human gunslinger, I'm a, yeah? I'm a human dynamo, son. I'm slinging it. I don't know what I am. I, I really I think. Don't. I think, I think... I think we made some modifications to your character. We yes. Dustin broke it a little bit just so it, it would fit the persona that you wanted. That's I it. think we're all humans, honestly. Yes. I don't think any of us are halflings or elves no. or anything like that. We we wanted it for the first one for a lot of first time players in this campaign, so we yes. kept it. 
real simple as kind of like, let's learn the foundation before we get into some of the like racial features that can be really beneficial or like, you know, maybe not so beneficial depending on, on, on what mission you're doing. Yeah. It's good stuff. It was. Yeah. Let us know about tomorrow. Yeah, I will. Yeah. And stranger things season four, I finished it in two days over the weekend, last weekend, storm through those no spoilers. I think it's my favorite season since season one. Wow. Yeah. I love (laughs) it. I I hear some people saying, you know, the occasional bloating that I was not, I didn't feel it was bloated at all. Is there one storyline that I think they didn't get enough, didn't get enough play? Yes, but I'm okay with it because I'm not always the biggest fan of those. There's characters. also volume two, right? There's like yeah, a second volume part that's coming. Yeah. yeah, they released a 30 second trailer for that, uh, and that's coming July 2nd. I can't even watch that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna get it spoiled for me. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to start editing that one. I just finished editing Miss Marvel today, so oh, I'll, nice. Jump on, nice. I'll jump on a Stranger Things this weekend. Yeah, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. All right, send yes. in your stream labs, super ads, ladies and send in your. Bits and your cheers as well. Wendy, where are we off to next? Let's talk about the boys. The boys season four. It's been greenlit. It is happening. John, your thoughts on this. I am so excited. I, I'm loving season three. I'm telling you, right. I said this yesterday on Hot Mike. And it's true. I think we're in a golden age right now in this period of television. And I tell you this, and I say this with the sadness that Made for Love was canceled today by HBO Max, which I'm so, so mad about because that's season two was even better than season one. Kristen Milioti, uh, Magnus, and uh, and uh, Ray Romano doing some of the best acting work I've seen in a kind of futuristic uh, approach to the uh, series, approach to the world, which I loved. But like right now, Barry season three is stellar, incredible, better than the first two seasons. A hack season two was phenomenal. Um, the boys season three to me is the best season of the show so far. And I'm only, and I'm still six, I'm only six episodes in and I'm already telling you it's the best series I've seen or season of the show I've seen. It's fantastic. Uh, and so I'm very excited they're doing a season four. And I like that they're taking their time with this, Wendy, because we saw other series. I can't remember what the series was. They got greenlit for seasons three and four or seasons five and six. And it's like already, Jesus, you're moving that fast. I think it was what we do in the shadows. They're already kind of green lighting them. Uh, so I like that the boys are kind of taking its time because it's a lot of actors. And so you got to, can we get them all to come back and be a part of this? So, um, yeah, I'm very, very excited. Uh, and it said that uh, the premiere saw a 234% growth in Whoa. worldwide viewership from season one and a 17% increase from season two. So that's phenomenal. So it's growing exponentially every season it comes out because people are going back and rediscovering it on Amazon Prime. So that's a good thing. And it, this season's been stellar. Absolutely stellar. Very exciting. Who knew Who knew we were going to get when they first announced the boys that we'd yeah. get all the way to season four and look at where we are now. I know. It's insane. Wow. So it's fantastic. Good time to be a fan, guys. Really good time to be a fan of oh, like yeah. just the superhero genre and the comic books, you know, so we get cool shows like the boys, like Invincible. Yeah. yeah. Really um, good time. Yeah. So fourth season, it will be coming probably in another year or so, uh, I imagine. So. Uh, did they start the spinoff yet wasn't there going to be a spinoff there was an there's the animated one that came out diabolical yes on prime as well but i don't know if they've started working on the spinoff or not i don't okay. know what, i remember hearing some whispers about that but yeah because it's going to be Far- college age kids or yes. whatever and um if you read the garth Ennis book the college age ones are even worse if you can oh. imagine because all those hormones yeah. in college oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah 
Yeah. There are some brutal scenes in the comics with the rated math mature. Yeah. 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 Rated triple X. It's kind of unsettling. Uh, Mumra says, uh, who's your favorite new character and why for Star Trek? Why? Why Stranger Things season four minus Eddie Munson? He rocks. Thanks for the cheer, Mumra. Um, Thank you. Yeah, who's your name? Oh, so who's your favorite new character? I mean, I'm episode one in, but like I find yeah. Eddie so refreshing and right. so cool. And then like I'm honorable mention Erica. Oh the yeah, little, Erica. The little oh, sister. Only because she wrote that in that twenty. I was like, yes, Erica. <laughs> she came in with the facts. She's like, look, I may be in middle school, but here is my CVS receipt of the the type of player I am in D and D. And I'm like, we got my vote. When she rolled the 20, I looked at Lily and I was like, I understand that reference. (laughs) You're Captain America. I get that reference. I get that reference. Um, Yeah, uh, new character. I guess guess it's... Well, how about this? I do like Eddie, but by the end of the end of seven episodes that we've seen so far, Mm. it's someone else. And I don't don't want to reveal who it is because Wendy hasn't finished it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's someone else. So I'm just gonna put that out so there. So like a brand new character, right? Not not yes. even any of the siblings. Okay. Yes. When what's revealed Ooh. is revealed, which I kind of guessed uh, uh about the fifth or sixth episode, I was like, uh, I'm now a fan of that. So I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not okay. gonna say anything. Oh, I can't wait. But thank you, Mama. I appreciate it. Mama's uh, got one more cheers. Oh, uh, that just came in. Who oh, yeah. writes with the success of Top Gun Maverick financially and critically? Do you think this nostalgia wave could see the Iron franchise? We've lost Roca. Have a resurgence to the big or small screen? The Iron Eagle, bro. Lewis Gossett Jr. is still alive, bro. So Jason Kendrick is still alive, bro. So it's very possible we could get an Iron Eagle connected in some way and have Jason come back or Lewis come back in some shape or form. But I mean, Lewis at this age has had multiple generations since Iron Eagle and his family, Jason Gedrick, maybe two generations. Uh, maybe, I don't know, but I'd be surprised to be honest with you because Iron Eagle doesn't have the same kind of uh, pop culture footprint that Top Gun has. I mean, Tom Cruise goes a long way to making that happen. So I'd be very surprised if we saw that. I, I was holding out for a Remo Williams return, and sadly, <laughs> you know, Fred Ward passed away, sadly, so that won't happen. But, yeah, I, I think it's very possible. A TV series makes more sense to me, whereas mm. Top Gun Maverick made more sense to me as a film. A TV series of Iron Eagle could be very interesting, but, yeah, it could be very interesting, actually, because clearly people liked Top Gun Maverick and this idea of the military and all this kind of th- stuff, so... Why not? It could appeal to both red and blue states. So I would say, yeah, do it. Why not? Do it. Make a TV show because we don't have enough. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Do it. <laughs> do it. Put it on Paramount Plus. Make do it a it CBS. Now. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Let's see if I got any more Streamlabs or, su- or Cheers or Bits. No. Let's move on, Wendy, to our, uh, to our uh, section that we love so much. It's called... We need to put ourselves on screen dancing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's trending? I think we got some K- K- K-pop news, maybe? Oh, my gosh. There's so many things dropping. Laura Sirikul is working overtime, working her army power overtime. BTS's album, Proof, has released today and last night at about 9 p.m. They dropped the music video for, oh, gosh, I had the name. 
and I lost it. Mew and B, hold on a second. It is called Yet to Come, The Most Beautiful Moment. And it's uh, not a super, like, a danceable beat. It's okay. a, like an upbeat ballad, but I love the lyrics talking about like how it's still, even though they've been working at this for, in, in this industry for, I don't know, who knows how many years, yeah, not yeah, counting yeah. their trainee days, that it's weird to hear that they're called the best when they all just really are passionate about music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, um, you know, things were good then, but the best is yet to come and they're here to stay for more years. And I think that's a really nice uh, music video to be released. Yeah. for you know this new album which laura has uh ordered multiple copies so i'm gonna buy one off of her once she takes the uh the photo cards of her choice because <laughs> you know that's what they do right uh, no i don't know anything about how, why would i know that one? Oh, oh wait okay hold on I'm let me show, let me let me show you what uh this is not bts this is straight kids but let me by the way that. shout out to wendy's movie couple shirt uh, merchandise available from the yeah. movie couple go buy some merchandise from movie. Look at that. Yeah. That's an awesome shirt. So got a little got a little uh Easter egg right here in yeah. Arabesh. Oh, good point. And we have stickers too. Yeah. Uh Zach says he's about to pick it up at Target. I should probably awesome. buy one to help them out with billboards. So this is essentially this is Stray Kids. This is not BTS, but yeah. as an example, this is what their CDs uh their albums generally look like. Packaging may vary. Wow. And when you open it, and this is why you pay $27 for an yeah. album. This box, if I were to price this, probably $5, $6 a box. It's a good quality. You get a full booklet wow. of full wow. photos and a lot of photos, a lot of photos. You get, this is what people buy. You get Ooh. a whole set of photo cards. Wow. You get a full set of them, and it's different in every album, and right. it's different um, in the ones that are packaged in the U.S. versus the ones that's packaged in Korea. Right. They're chasers. Wow. It's a whole collectible thing, so people will buy multiple albums so they can collect the entire, you know, sev- uh, the all the members. Okay. Uh, so if Laura has extra Namjoon ones left, I will happily take those because he's my uh, my bias. And then you have like the booklet of you know. Like lyrics and oh, wow. and all of that stuff, and then you get another photo card. This is like postcard size. You get a big poster that I'm not going to unfold of the whole band. You have stickers. God Almighty! You get this is why it's twenty seven dollars. Uh, you get you get none of this in a Bruce Springsteen album. I you get wow. you're assuming. And then finally, you have the CD, which is in my car. <laughs> All of them are like this, and you buy multiple ones. That's what wow. you do. So, so Laura, Laura Sirico was working overtime. She's like, I, I've talked to her. She's like, I ordered multiples. So and I was like, let me just buy one of the ones off of you. Because I am not yeah. like, she's like ultimate army. I right, feel right. like I'm just like general, like casual army, if you right. will. Right. Um, where it's like, if I found a photo card, great. If I, I'm not going to chase after and street kids, I'm a little bit more like, oh, I want to have these specific ones. You're so that's very exciting. Yeah. You're in the reserve. Army, <laughs> there it BTS is. Army reserves. She's there. It is. Full time. Yeah. She's a... It's like baseball cards were for K-pop members. Yeah. that's what It really about. is. Yeah. It really is. And since we're talking a little bit about street kids, I just showed you guys there. Yeah, that was there. Yeah. This was, what is it? Noisy. Um, so they also released a. Uh, it's not a brand new album, but they did release uh, like a mini album for Japan, for the Japan. Okay. Uh, a lot of the groups do this. So they'll take their songs from the previous album singles and they will 
um, re-record them, but in Japanese for the audience nice. there. And they recently just came out with a brand new music video called Circus. Okay. There is like, uh, there's eight of them, eight, it's 16 straight kids in it because they're kind of showing like one side who are the performers and then right. the other side who is like on the planning design side of the kind of the duality of like on stage, off stage, which is like very much because straight kids is a self-producing group. So it's really interesting right. to see that back and forth and how that's portrayed in circus. And I have to go back and like rewatch it and really dive into the lyrics of it. Cause the lyrics wasn't the English translation wasn't available when the music <laughs> video dropped, when I watched it, I've watched it 50 times, but I, 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 my Korean is not good enough for me to break it all down. So I have to rewatch it, see if they put the captions for English on <laughs> so I can dissect the uh, music video. But it's a good time to be a straight kids, BTS fan, also for twice. Right. Uh, Neon just dropped her first, I think her first solo, her mini album. So that's very, very exciting. Wow. So much. Yeah, happened. so much. K pop is an expensive hobby, man. Yeah, it, sounds, it looks like it. But it's no so different expensive. than anything else, right? Like the, what is the card game that they play that they have the conventions and play the card game? God, I forget what that card game is What's called. What's that? That, uh, you know, they do uh, the creatures that are on the card and all of the, the, the oh, God, I can't, I can't remember what the name, but like anything else, it's expensive, right? If you get deep into D&D, all those books, expensive. that money piles up, you know, yeah. and uh, all of that. So there, you know, any, any hobby that you, or any kind of fandom is going mm. to take a little bit of money from you. That's kind of how it goes. Um, but Wendy, am I right on this? I was looking at uh, a couple of the write-ups here before the show. Hmm. BTS's album has 48 tracks, if you include like the demos and whatever. Is that standard for a BTS or for it's a not. Okay. It's not. Standard would be like a mini album could be four to eight songs. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, a full album, maybe yeah, I think maybe up, upwards of like 20, 48 is like super extra, but proof it's yeah. not all brand new songs. I think it's like re-release of some of the songs. Oh, okay. okay. Which is like why I really want this album. So I'm gonna wait for Laura to get hers from it's gonna take a little bit because it has to ship from korea right. but uh when she gets it i'm gonna go to her house you know i live pick in up a, my you know, album I, I live in a kind of um residential neighborhood small like residential neighborhood here uh, just a little bit outside of san diego the city itself proper um i wonder if i can stroll on down to the target and there's like a bunch of bts guarantee you there's tons yeah okay but army is everywhere though that's what i'm saying i'm wondering if the army is here so i want to see they will drive to san diego in. if it's sold out <laughs> here they will drive you're right about that. You're actually 100%. The right. the people for concerts, like, for example, at Twice. Uh, so Warren and I went to Twice, who also, yeah. he was like, hey, do you want to go to Itzy? And I'm like, I don't have the money for that. I dropped, <laughs> I already dropped $500 on Stray Kids. Wow. I mean, for, for the both of us. Right, right, right. So, Still. So yeah. technically half of that, but, you know, I'm going to go buy merch. Yeah. So, That's but people um, have traveled, I think, in the row sitting next to us. Mm -hmm. They traveled from, I think, New Jersey. Wow. To LA for the concert specific because it was sold out in New Jersey. So they're like, I'll try LA because it's a bigger venue. New Jersey. Yeah. yeah I, I can see that. That makes sense. Again, if you love something, you're going to make the drive. I mean, yeah. Snyder told me he might be going back to Boston to hang out with his brother trying to get to a finals game, an NBA finals game, but it's going to be super expensive. So those are those things. Those are the, that's, uh, you know, any fandom, as I said, is going to exact a toll on you for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So we got a, speaking of which, uh, Theral Unfiction underscore Unfiction says uh, he sent in cheers, the 25 cheers, saying Boston versus Warriors, game three tonight. It's actually game four, brother man. Game four tonight. 
um, uh, because uh, Boston is up 2-1 on the Warriors right now. Yeah, that is happening. I think at 5 or 6 p.m. tonight that is happening. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's going to be fun to see if the Celtics can go up 3-1 or if it's going to be a tie series mm-hmm. by the time that game is over. We shall see. So thanks so much. Um, I've picked the Celtics to win this series. Um, and if they take care of it, uh, I will see what happens. So, um, all right, Wendy, let's move on to our next thing here. Uh, what else are we doing? Oh, oh, you got some breaking news. Yeah, I got some breaking news. This came in an hour ago. I didn't see it. Thank you so much to MK for putting that in there. Do you remember Roka, the game, Nukem, Dukem, Duke Nukem? I can't speak Um, today. I had a Duke Nukem haircut. So yes, I remember (laughs) when I was in the military, I had a Duke Nukem haircut. So I absolutely remember Duke Nukem. Yes. So it is the 1990s uh, video game that yeah. kind of helped popularize the first first-person shooter genre. It is now finally, it was going to be, eventually this was going to happen, right? Because they're remaking a lot of things. Oh, totally. Kind of writing. We were talking about this, the nostalgia wave just literally, you know, a few topics ago. Yeah. So now it's going to get its own feature film. And this looks like Legendary Entertainment, which is the company behind Dune and Godzilla, uh, has picked up the movie rights from Gearbox. Oh. Along with Cobra Kai creator Josh Heed, healed, healed, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, John Hertz, John Hertz, yeah, and uh, Hayden, Schlossberg. oh gosh, Schlossberg, Schlossberg, yes, Schlossberg, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is exciting. <laughs> Cobra Kai, yeah, I know. I was like, there's a lot of uh, words <laughs> I can't pronounce today. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is great. Uh, Duke Nukem is uh, a lot of people thought Cena uh, was it, it might be in line to play Duke. Ooh, Nukem. I mean, um, I mean, because if you look at the size of Duke Nukem and the hairstyle, it pretty much lends itself to Cena. But yeah, Cena's already doing Peacemaker, so I don't know if that's necessarily the route they want to go with. Uh, they have no writer uh, and no director is on board, so we shall see who uh, comes in to take care of this. Um, and they said it centers on no rock. There's no rock. No, no. Please God, no. Uh, <laughs> it's modeled on certain attributes from 1980s action movie heroes, including catchphrases who fights an alien invasion in L.A. He travels from strip clubs and movie sets to moon bases and spaceships, dealing with mutated LAPD officers, women used in alien incubators and the cycloid emperor. So, yeah, that's a lot. Oh, my uh, gosh. That's a lot. So a lot. I'm seeing uh, uh, suggestions in the chat to yeah. uh, star. MK says Glenn Powell. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't know if it's the kind of film that he'd go for. Right, right, right. But I like uh, appearance wise, like I can totally see the, him fitting that aesthetic. Yes. And then the next per- name by uh, BK Knight says Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. No, <laughs> no, Cody Rhodes is he's still recovering from a torn peck. He's not going to be doing that. Oh, ow. Oh, yeah. You haven't that seen the picture? That sounds like it hurts. No, wrestled, I don't want to see it. He wrestled in a steel cage after he had torn his peck. Bef- like before that, like he torn his peck on like Thursday and he showed Who up. Who allowed it? On Sunday. So. His trainers didn't say you should. We highly suggest you rest. It's the WWE. Vince is like, if you can go and you want to go, I respect you going. I wasn't the a fan of it. Recovery period is going to be longer now, and there could be like yeah, there could permanent be damage. damage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like this idea. Oh, I like that idea. Hemsworth. Oh. He also looks like an action figure. Yeah, he does. Him, freaking Glenn Powell, uh, John Cena. They all look like action figures. Yeah. What about the dude from Reacher? Uh, from the TV series, that guy he could play Duke Nukem. They got lots of choices. Absolutely. Yeah, it's big dudes are back in fashion in Hollywood. So shout out, get to the gym. Did they ever go out of fashion? 
Sometimes, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Really, in the early '90s, there weren't that many because you had. I mean, Schwarzenegger was was pretty much done by yeah. after Two Lies came out. Uh, so you had Bruce Willis and Keanu Reeves and these skinnier dudes coming in to play the action heroes of the 1990s. So there weren't that many that were the big dudes who were coming in and being successful. They were still making movies. They just weren't being as successful. So it's, I think the rock has changed that perception with how successful he's been considering how huge the rock is for the love of God. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should see the photo of uh, Cody Rhodes' Bruce. I'll look it up on my own time. I don't want to do it on there. <laughs> Just in case, I'll look at it like this. It's mad. Like, it's the whole... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, oh, is purple and uh, green. It's unsettling. Why um, would you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Vince should have stopped him. That's my personal opinion, but I don't want to piss people off. All right, let's. Uh, what's our next thing, Wendy? What else are we gonna uh... talk about here? Oh, uh, real this, quick, yeah. yeah, let's let's talk let's lean into this a little bit because we talked about yeah. the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Star Wars themed hotel, except that it's not really a hotel for like, you know, stay and leisure and yeah. it's really a, an immersive experience filled with activities, uh kind of more like a cruise ship, which is the the premise of it versus a hotel where you just put your bags and sleep. <laughs> so, right now, apparently Disney is uh spending some money to Figure out why, maybe doing some focus groups of the previous patrons, mm -hmm. figuring out why uh, it is not working for them. Apparently, reservations uh, and sales have stalled yeah. a lot since its start, which is slightly, I mean, it's, I'm not surprised just because it's yeah. expensive. It's really, really, really expensive. Yeah. Like Dustin, I definitely want to go, but then I look at the price for two people and that's only for the hotel. Yeah. That's not even for, you know, getting there and getting home. Right. And what do you do before and after? So uh, they're trying to figure out why it didn't work and what can they do to make it more, I guess, appealing yeah. And for people want to drop that money. I think, honestly, one of the first things they need to do is be crystal clear about their description of it. I think they mm -hmm. shot themselves in the foot when they called it a hotel. Yeah. And they should have called it a immersive experience. It's not a hotel. Yes, it's overnight. But it's a, it's, it's a long stay of a – it's an extended immersive experience. Right. And when they called it a hotel, people are like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to – you know, have to role play and choose a side and be Jedi or rebellion or first order. And it's like, but that's a part of it. So yeah, like, and I want to turn it off at six o'clock. I want to be able to go home and like, no, dude, go lay by the pool or yeah. something like that, which they don't have. They don't really have pool. any outdoor. Yeah. Right. Cause you're in space. So, right. so how could you, yeah. um, I think another thing they should do is, is offer different pricing. Yeah. When, I think that's I mean one of the sticking points. That seems to be at the end of the day what it is for me is you know in a in a um, pandemic and you're yeah. charging that amount of money and there was such derision from the beginning uh, mm -hmm. from people who were writing about it 
even people who were invited to go and do it for free, some of them wrote some negative stuff. Most of them wrote positive stuff because, I mean, they were paying them what a lot of money to go and, and do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so they got a chance to be a part of it. But in the end, most regular people are not going to be spending $3,000, $6,000, you know, and, and plus 6000 plus just to be able to do this. Uh, and you're 100% right, Wendy. The idea that they call it a hotel instead of an immersive experience is a bit of a swerve. Uh, and maybe they thought they were Disney and then get away with it. You know, we've seen Disney stumbling a lot this year, Wendy, with some decisions from the don't say gay bill to some of the content they put out to this. They've taken some hits that I haven't seen Disney take in quite some time. This I was kind of surprised this flopped. And from what I understand, this should have worked. Yeah, this should have absolutely with the hubris should have worked here and it didn't. And from what I understand, they're emailing their um, customers who've done it and asking them to participate. It's a 90-minute survey, for God's sakes. Uh, and they're paying them $175 Disney gift card. So basically, we're not giving you $175. We're giving you $170 of store credit so you can buy our merchandise to promote us when you wear it around. So mm -hmm. um, it's an interesting decision, but who has 90 minutes to sit on the phone and do a survey? Because I imagine, Wendy, if they can afford to pay for the immersive experience, they can afford to not pay, not take a $175 <laughs> gift card. So to right. me, in my opinion, that's a lot to ask 90 minutes of a guest to have them go over what worked and what didn't work, you know? Yeah. And I think one of the things why it's so long, it's because you're really trying to nitpick and see exactly hmm. what each person liked and didn't like. And then, you know, like yeah. put them in specific age groups. Like, is it... Is it too, does it feel too geared towards kids? Is it not geared towards two kids enough? Is yes. it too complicated? Do you want more time to do this and that? And I think after, we will hear about it soon enough, I'm sure. But after yeah. they do these focus groups, I think they're going to, we're going to potentially see some restructure of the agenda. Yeah. Well, not the agenda, but the itinerary. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I should reach out to uh, our, I don't know if you knew, Catherine, I should reach out to her and ask Catherine. her. Catherine. Yeah, ask her what she Did thought. she go? No, but she, you know, she designs parks or she has designed oh, parks. She doesn't work. Yes. She worked at Universal. So she's yeah. in another company. So mm -hmm. I, I bet she's got contacts who have been like, oh, here's what really happened. So I, I, I want to kind of reach out and see what yeah. she's yeah. She's a new mom as well. So shout out to her. Ooh, congrats. Congrats to the new lady. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, what do we got? We hear uh, Britney Spears. W Wendy, uh, this is a funny story. <laughs> Uh, Wendy, uh, Britney Spears's wedding. She just married her 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 boyfriend, who we've seen here help her through um, uh, the recent months and uh, uh, divesting herself from her father and the conservatorship and all that stuff. She's out on her own. She sadly had a miscarriage a few weeks ago, but she's getting married. She's got married rather to mm -hmm. her boyfriend. Her, it's a third marriage, I believe. And the first guy she got married to, Jason Alexander, not that Jason Alexander. Nope, not that one. <laughs> stormed. That would have been much more fun. That would have been a lot of fun. No, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, but th that Jason Alexander, the, the first husband, who she was only married to for what, 35 hours or something 55 like that? 55 hours, and it was annulled, so we can't even call him an ex-husband. That's right. He's not even an ex-husband. He apparently stormed the wedding and was arrested what was the point of th is this a guy who's trying to launch a reality tv career off this nonsense what do you think was the reason behind this or have you seen any reports where the reason was behind this i think just like just a very surface reaction to it all i think mm -hmm. these people can't 
do anything without wanting to get some clout or money yeah. through the name that is Britney Spears. So yeah. the man is so upset that that like why weren't you upset about her her previous marriage? He didn't do right. this for right. anything else. He was charged with a misdemeanor, battery, vandalism, and trespassing. But like, how did he even get into her private home? That's concerning. I feel like Britney Spears has really gone through a lot this you know not just this year but almost it's entirely her life yeah. you know since she started this career and these people from her past won't leave her alone your marriage yeah. was annulled for who knows how many years yeah yeah she's not thinking it's about you 16 yeah. years it's been 18 years yeah it's a great point Wayne. she's not thinking about you dude she's not thinking about no. you dude. you don't matter to her dude you don't matter leave her alone i'm glad he was caught and i'm glad he was charged uh so yeah. he also has an outstanding felony warrant out of napa county from 2016 that's what it got him his... arrested the, yeah i mean he stormed me the thing you could have sent him on his way but because he had an outstanding warrant they were inclined to arrest him he even said this in the nbc news uh, article quote i've been coming up for three weeks oh sorry i've been coming for up for three weeks up here yeah. i've been scoping this out how gross well, he live tweeted it. That's even grosser. That's he live video of him storming into her house, going into multiple rooms. So you got to ask yourself, where was security in all of this? Until she, he ends up at the tent. And when he gets into the tent, that's when they arrested him. But he said it was a bull, bull crap wedding. But, you know, he's another used another term. Uh, and uh, he wanted to show that it was a sham, that the wedding was a sham. So this is I someone. I bet you the father put him up oh i didn't think about that kenny she can't even have a single day oh. to celebrate her like finally she's making the decision i'm having a baby yeah i'm yeah. gonna get married to this man they can't leave her alone guarantee he didn't do this because oh. he all he woke up one day and said i miss britney spears i already screwed it up back in 20 you know whatever that was yeah. 2006 it's I, her, I, I think it's think her about dad. the fact that the dad might have been this is a theory, allegedly, ass 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 assuming, not not a fact. And by the way, he went into the tent not while the wedding was happened, happening. It was before the wedding was happening. So he went in there um, and he said, where the F's the family? He said, uh, I, she's my first wife, my only wife. I'm her first husband. I'm here to crash the wedding. I mean, you're announcing that you're here to crash the wedding. That's so stupid. Um, and the, <laughs> he, his bail is set at $22,500. He, uh, he is listed as unemployed on his occupation. Um, but yeah, he was arrested. So, but I mean, this Brittany was 22 years old, dude, dude, move on, man. Like she was 22. You took advantage. Uh, they got married because they were friends and she did it on a lark and she did it on a lark when she was going through the mental health struggles yeah. that she was going through. So there, there might not have been an ounce of reality to what was going on in terms of her feelings or affections or connections. So this guy clearly hasn't gone to therapy about this situation to get past it. And this is an unfortunate, and once again, sadly though, it's another person using Britney for their own attention, right? Yep. It's something she complained about with her family and other friends in the past. She went after Kelly Clarkson earlier this week. I don't know if you saw that for some comments Kelly made way back when uh, mm. about claiming that she might've been staging her mental health uh, breakdown to bring attention to her album circus. So uh, that may end up being something because Britney went to Instagram about it. Yeah. So clearly there's, there's just a whole kinds of things that are going on. And sadly, you know, moth to a flame, drama to a flame, unfortunately. And uh, just leave this young woman alone. Let her put her yeah. life together and, and move on, for God's sakes. He's so delusioned. He told uh, Us Magazine 
uh, about showing up at the hashtag free Britney protest in LA yeah. during her like conservatorship battle. Yeah. Uh, he says, quote, I am here to show support for the free Britney movement and Britney. This is an unfortunate situation that's been in her life for a long time. It's affected me and her. And that makes me a part of it. Stop making it about you. Yeah, exactly. Stop making it about you. You weren't under conservatorship. You may have been a part of something weird. Yeah. That went away. But it's she's the one that's been you know, worked to, de to death and doesn't see a cent of her money. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. As someone <sighs> once said, leave Britney alone. As someone once said. Uh, he was so right. He was so right. Just putting it out there. Just, just putting it out there. For God's sakes. Um, all right. Uh, let's see what else. Have we got any uh, uh, cheers? Here we go. From uh, Theral un underscore unfiction says, I like what your prediction for, I like what, what's your, oh, what's your prediction for box office Jurassic Park this weekend? We talked about it earlier at the beginning of the show. It's being projected at 125 million based on uh, 18 million, I think, uh, for mm -hmm. its uh, previous. So, Wendy, do you have a, a figure that you want to land on here about, for the box office? I like a part of me wants to rate it a little bit, like say a lower number, just okay. because I I see the the critics' uh, review of it. But I also know that you know the fans when they like something, they really really like it. And this isn't just some like brand new franchise. This is Jurassic Park, Jurassic right. World. Right. Uh, I'll put it at what was Top Gun at after Memorial? One twenty six point seven. Let's put it at one thirteen. Ooh, strong state going under. Wendy taking the under. Wendy on prices right here. Betting a dollar. <laughs> a dollar. I respect it. You're uh, going to go 115, go higher. <laughs> I'm going to go 150. I have a nice. Yeah, I'm going to go high because I have a feeling that the, the, the Jurassic Park heads are going to come out in mass. Uh, now, I'm not always right. So uh, I may be way off, and Wendy may be closer to the actual truth 115, 120, maybe at the most. But I'm throwing out the possibility that we may see people going in droves to see this movie over and over again because they want to be taken away from the madness of the world going on, especially this week. Uh, and so I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. So, But Wendy's probably right. I'll just say that right now. We'll, see, we'll gonna... see you next week. Yeah, I'm going to have show. fun guessing at 150. I'm going to have fun guessing. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into our uh, reviews and recommendations are coming soon. Wendy, what do you got? Uh, this is under the K-drama genre. I just yeah. finished a show called Business Proposal. It's very okay. lighthearted. Essentially, it is about um, a uh, very successful uh, CEO of a, well, the president, I guess, of a food company in Korea, very successful. Okay. Uh, his grandfather owns the company, kind of named him the CEO. He is a workaholic. He is uh, very precise in his decision-making. He's just so like main character style, very good at everything he does, literally good at everything. Yeah. And his grandfather's like, hey, I love that you're working so hard. You're successful. Now it's time for you to settle down. And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> so grandpa's like, no, no, no. I want grandchildren. So he sets him on a string of blind dates. Ooh. And he's like, I can make you not the president if you don't go on these blind dates. He's like, so begrudgingly, he goes. Okay. He's set up with another girl who also comes from a prestigious family, you know, with a lot of business, business under her father's name. She sees that she's been set up. She cries about it. I don't want to date. I don't want to settle down. I'm at the height of my career. So the both of them are saying no. Now they don't know who each other are. They have no idea who they're going on dates with. So she asks her best friend, right. please go for me. 
So, she, you know, she kind of changes up her appearance and her best friend goes in her place to wow. this blind date. And she acts so just outrageously weird. Yeah, yeah. Just to be like, uh, oh, yeah, this is only my first blind date of the night. I usually do like four a night. I don't know about you. And just like throw as many red flags as possible into the state. And he's so sort of um, distraught at the fact that if he doesn't find the right fight, find the right person to settle down with, yeah. he's going to instead of working, wasting time on these blind dates. So he, after the first blind date, he's like, great. Uh, see you later, goes back to grandpa and be like, her, I choose her, I'm going to marry her. He's like, oh, right? <laughs> so that's kind of the premise of it at all and how they meet, but obviously things get messy because you got to find out who you actually are. Right. And I won't spoil it for anybody, but it's a very fun, lighthearted show, and I needed something super lighthearted after Snowdrop because like the last three episodes I just cried through. Oh, wow. um, so definitely highly, highly, highly recommend business proposal totally respect that uh i might check that one out actually it's a k-drama um uh what have i got uh, we talked about uh, the boys season oh ms marvel ms marvel yes. is out loved the first two episodes yes are there a few speed bumps uh, you know it's uh, you know they're throwing a lot in yes but so iman Vellani is so charming as ms so marvel. charming um uh you know to her two best friends in the show are great as well and then what we're discovering about her through the first two episodes, I really like. And the connective tissue to our culture, to our family, to our life, all of it works so well. And uh, what we get, that last frame in the second episode, oh, what intrigue and mystery we've got coming. So I, I couldn't recommend it enough. It's so, so good. It's a nice breath of fresh air in the MCU. Uh, and isn't it nice to just kind of sit back and enjoy a teenager's point of view? Uh, as being a fan of the MCU and also becoming a member of the MCU, that's pretty cool, I think, on, on so many levels. Uh, yeah, see. it's a really fun show. I like the vibe. It's very young, vibrant. Even the color palette is is super bright. And it's like certain things are fast-paced, like with all the graphic arts that they put yeah. in there, the animation, very uh, Scott Pilgrim or like Vigil versus, versus the Machines. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. I really friend. like that. That's a great yeah. yeah. So that's a that's a fun one. And then I can't really talk about this. I don't know if you saw it. I can't really talk about it like as in a review way, but I got to see Lightyear. 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 It's fun. It's fun. I cried twice. It's, did you really? Oh yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I only it only got me once. I'm an old man. <laughs> Things affect me now, man. I mean, I, his journey in the movie is um, you know, if you've ever made a, a mistake. And felt yeah. the pain of that mistake, the animation acting wise that they do with his face and Chris oh, Evans' gosh. performance, it is gut wrenching in certain moments. The guilt yeah. he feels, and it is fantastic. And I, you know, like, like Wendy said, we can't fully review it yet, but I did post my tweet reaction, and my reaction was, "It's fantastic. I loved it." I know there are some people that I saw some of my fellow critics with black hearts who are criticizing it, and I feel bad for them. This is such a sweet, sweet film. Uh, and I hope their their Grinch hearts grow and they'll be able to enjoy it on a What was not to like about it? I know. There were quite a few people who had some issues with the uh, storyline or felt it was a little too simple. And I'm like, y'all are insane. Too dude. simple. Do we watch the same movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot. Going there is on. a lot of stuff going on in that film. It's. I would also say it's. Uh, it feels like the most grown yes. uh, Pixar film. Oh, and yes. also, if you, didn't, if you didn't cry, is it even Pixar? Yeah, right. Good point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Is it even Pixar? Good point. And the voiceover work from everybody 
fantastic. So Uzo Aduba, Kiki Palmer, great stuff. Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Even, yeah, yes, yeah, so good. I, I was hoping for a she, but he didn't do it. So, so um, good. Uh, and uh, get ready for socks to oh hit, my. Uh, to take over the merch shelf uh, for me to have about five pieces of socks mm. merchandise already. Yeah. It's I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to get that droid from Kenobi and I'm going to get a socks thing. I'm going to have it in the background. Oh, you got it. Did you pre-order the, the Lola, the pulse one? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, oh no. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a little bit bigger than like actual show size. Right. Right. But right. She's, she's interactive. Oh, so when you touch her on the on her spine, yeah. she wakes up and she flaps her wings and she responds to you and movements and there's different stands you put on. So she's in different modes. And I also found out that they named it Lola, most likely because Carrie Fisher had a bird when she was a girl named oh. Lola. Oh, wow. What a great connective tissue. And she film. looks so much, the actress looks so much like young Carrie Fisher. I mean, Uncanny. Kenobi is, I mean, she's doing such a great job. You know, yeah. in that show. And um, I liked I didn't a hundred percent like episode four, but I liked it as a thing to come down from episode three, which was pretty insane. Yeah. So we'll see now with two episodes left what we're gonna get, but it was awesome. So um, all right, any final things? When do you show wrap it up there? I think that's let's it, wrap right? it up. That's okay. it. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here on the John and Wendy show. We appreciate you coming to you all going every Friday live here on Twitch. And, of course, later on YouTube. So uh, we appreciate that as well, the views we got on YouTube. But thank you all so much for joining us live here on Twitch as we build this little John and Wendy show community. You guys are a huge, huge reason why we keep doing it every week. So thank you very much for your comments, your cheers, your bits, uh, and your stream lives for sure. Wendy, another fun show. Where can they find you, Wendy Lee? You can find me everywhere on the socials at my name, Wendy Lee Zaney. Unless you're trying to find me on TikTok, then look for the account that's just Wendy Zaney. I don't know why I'd... the other one, like, I, I created one, so it's there, <laughs> but I've posted to the, so I'm too far gone to even start back up at the other one. So I technically have two, but Wendy Zaney is the most active one. Uh, the Movie Couple channel on YouTube. We have merch now. We have shirts. We yeah. have stickers. And I ordered, I ordered two shirts for myself. I oh, nice. Other one too. So different logos on different color shirts. Oh, wow. Really fun. A little yeah, Easter egg cool. in Arabesh for you, for anybody who reads Arabesh. So that's available. Uh, if you go to our YouTube channel, it's the link is somewhere, mm. somewhere there. <laughs> Buy all that stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Buy all that stuff, for God's sakes. Get, support Wendy. Support Dustin over there. Thank you. Thank the you. For sure. Uh, ask for you. You can find me at The Roka Says on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, as we just were, as you just know, for those of you who watch this live, The Outlaw Nation on Twitch. But for those of you who are watching later on YouTube, subscribe and follow me there. Also, leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, put a like on this video, for God's sakes. And share it with that hashtag, the John and Wendy show, so more people will have a taste of this show and want to come and be a part of it and join us live here on Twitch. You guys are awesome. We love you madly. Don't forget, tomorrow, 9 a.m., Strong Style, the professional wrestling show, and the Geek Buddies will have a review of Ms. Marvel this weekend. First two episodes, so look for that as well. A spoiler review coming out later on this weekend. You guys are awesome. Uh, take care of yourselves. Be well. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of the John and Wendy show. Bye. Thank you.